back with a new episode of the No Rain, No Flowers podcast. Um, I'm sorry it's been a second. It's been summer and I've been traveling and working and just haven't had the time to just sit down and come up with a good idea and talk about it and then record it and edit it and then put it out there. And I didn't want to rush it and put out something I wasn't super proud of. So I wanted to make sure I had enough time and I was feeling good. So I just waited a month or two and composed all of my ideas and waited till everything calmed down and I was done with vacations and stuff. But now I'm so excited to be back and I'm super excited to be working on new jewelry and new products and going back to school and I'm just super excited for everything that this year will hold for me. And I'm excited to see all the stuff I come up with and create and how you guys like it. So Today's episode is going to be about relationships. Um, I'm going to focus a little bit on romantic relationships and the long distance aspect of that just because I have been struggling through my long distance relationship for the past three months um, because my boyfriend and I go to the same college but over the summer we're in different cities and he also studied abroad this summer so I didn't get to see him for, well, I haven't seen him for like two months and then I, it's like a three month total period of time though. And it's been hard, you know, um, because I'm used to seeing him like all the time, multiple times a week. So it's hard when it's just cut off to completely nothing and all we have are phone calls. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about my struggles with that and things that I learned that helped me a lot, but I also wanted to talk about just some tips that I have for all relationships in general like friendships relationships with family um like I feel like a lot of my tips I have are just very like generalized like they could be used in a number of relationships um but I also wanted to talk a little bit more specifically about long distance ones as well so I hope you guys enjoy this episode and As always, if you guys have any suggestions or want to hear anything specific, um, DM me on Instagram or text me if you have my number and let me know what you guys want to hear because honestly, I love doing this and love talking through my emotions and, you know, just sharing my stories and things that I've learned throughout my life so far. Um, And If I can help in any way, I would love to do that. So I'm so excited for all of you who are here today to listen to this episode. And yeah, I'm going to get started. Um, The first thing I kind of wanted to talk about was some tools that I use that help me a ton when I'm figuring out arguments or I'm feeling angry or not loved or not seen and you know I always try to communicate that with my partner and my friendships like hey I haven't really been feeling loved recently or seen or I'm upset about this so these are some tools that I use to help me communicate and help me better understand the emotions that I'm feeling in that given moment so the first thing is the love language quiz and I love this one because it basically just ranks the five love languages and 
there's quality time, acts of service, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, and physical touch. And there, it's just super helpful and insightful for me because I obviously have in my head the order that I like things and how I want to be shown love. But a lot of my friendships and loved ones and family members have completely different scores. So for example, I am super low in the words of affirmation area. I think it's like 3% out of the 100% for me. And that's just because in my mind, I'm like, why would someone say, I love you or like, oh, I appreciate you or whatever they would say. I want them to like show that to me, you know, show that to me by planning a trip or making time for me, etc. So, but I know for some people that's completely different and they love being told, um, hey, I had a great time with you today or like, you look so great today. Like that will just make them feel so much more loved. And in my head, I wouldn't even think to do that because it doesn't mean anything to me. So when I have all of my loved ones and friends and family and romantic partners take this test, I'm able to kind of see and understand how they feel loved through their eyes and it helps me show them love in the way they want it to be shown to them. And the same thing for me. I can say, hey, I'm more of an acts of service, quality time girl. I'm not super big on words of affirmation or physical touch because... I feel like this and this and this. So it's just a great tool for me to use to help my loved ones and friends and everyone just understand how I want to be shown love. And I think by even just taking this test and sitting down with your partner and reading their like results and figuring out like ways to do that and ways they want to be shown love, I feel like that in itself is just a great act of (laughs) service and, like, you showing love to your partner. Like, hey, I want to know the best way I can love you and make you feel the most appreciated and loved because at the end of the day, I feel like in majority of our relationships, that's, like, all we really want to do is make that other person feel loved and valued and show them how much you care about them especially when you're dating them or in a relationship with them like oh my gosh it's their birthday coming up how do I give them the best gift ever and if I know that my partner they like receiving gifts you know a little bit but their words of affirmation is like off the roof and they love that I'm like oh let me write them a handwritten letter give that to them with their gift because I know that will mean so much more to them or if their quality time is super high up there I'm like oh for their birthday instead of giving them a materialistic gift I will plan an activity for us to do and just have time spent between the two of us and I know that'll make them feel the most loved so this test it's just called like the five love languages quiz or something and I love it so much and it just it's super quick and easy and it helps me with all my relationships um and yeah I know a lot of us too are like um okay Elizabeth like I know quality time is my highest one and I'm sure that's obvious but I had no idea how low 
like my physical touch was and my words of affirmation were, I was like, oh, I really don't like that. (laughs) And the quiz is very straightforward. It takes literally like five, 10 minutes. So I would definitely recommend if you haven't done that yet to do that and have a little conversation with your partner about it because it has been so beneficial for me in the past and in my relationship right now. And I just love learning more about my partner too. So that's my first little tip I have. And next, I know this may sound super obvious, but I wanted to really drill in um, how important communication is and just communicating all of your needs, your anger, your problems, everything, even the uncomfortable stuff. Um, Because it is just not good to leave that tension and anger all built up because later down the line, it's going to end up coming out anyway, but probably in a much more negative manner. And I do this all the time because I'm like, why would I bring up, oh, this little thing that bothered me? It's so little and it's stupid and it's irrelevant. And I don't want to stress anyone out about me feeling this way in this super tiny situation. But if I don't do that and I don't bring it up, then I just hold it against my partner later. And I just hold problem after problem after problem until it a little thing happens and then I just snap because all of these emotions are just built up inside of me and my partner's like, uh, what? Like, I didn't know anything was wrong in the first place. And that is just not fair at all to them or to me because I shouldn't have to be carrying around all of that stress and anxiety and anger because of things that I didn't express. So communication, especially when you're long distance, is just so important because you don't really have any other means of like, you can't, like physical touch you can't do, quality time is hard. It, it's just like you have to make time for that person and, you know, keep them updated. I know one of my biggest like concerns with long distance is like kind of feeling out of the loop I'm like yeah I know you went to work today but like okay like how are you feeling and how is this and how is this and things that we would normally talk about and like things I would normally hear about or experience with my partner I'm not because we're away so I just think communicating feelings and emotions throughout the day and updating your partner is super important obviously you don't want that to get to a point where it's like oh I'm not doing anything else because I'm just sitting on the phone with my partner all day but I do think it's important to to have communication and maybe just like a a night a week that you plan to like not have any other plans and you just have like designated time each of you to like just talk and hang out like you normally would so that's what me and my boyfriend have been doing and in little moments where we're driving somewhere or heading back from work or something we'll text each other like can you call really quick and we'll give a quick like debrief update and that always makes me feel really loved like oh I know even in the craziness of the day um he's still thinking about me and wants to like make an effort to talk to me um and like if I can't talk he'll just text me like oh hey this is what I'm doing tonight or this how today went and we just carry on 
And that just makes me feel more in the loop and, you know, more happy about everything. So that's what I was saying, though, about just communication being so important. It is just the base of so much in a relationship. Um, I fall victim to this all the time. I, whoops, say I'm out with, like, my boyfriend and a group of friends and something happens or he says something or someone says something and I get upset and I'm like oh well my boyfriend knows me so well and he should know that this made me upset so why isn't he reacting in the way I want him to react like he heard her say that and he should know that that made me super mad so he should bring it up to me when it's just us or bring it up later or like tap me or something And in my head, I'm like, well, duh, I feel that way. And he should know I feel that way because he knows me so well. But that is just not fair at all. Because how is your partner supposed to know what you're feeling in a situation um, when they're probably just trying to process their own emotions and thinking about something else or they didn't even hear that? And this happens so much to me, and I, it's honestly embarrassing to share, but a lot of the times I just expect my boyfriend or friend or parents to, like, know what I'm feeling or how I perceived a situation without me even saying something about it. Like, how are they really supposed to know how I perceived something in a completely different way they did? And know that it made me upset. And then know that I want them to react in a certain way. And when they don't react in that way or react at all, I get angry at them. When they didn't even know there was a problem. Um, So that is one of the things that I feel like happens all the time. With me and other friends and other relationships I hear about. And the solution to this would just be like communicating about it. Like instead of keeping that anger inside and like waiting till like a week later and I'm like and you didn't do anything when this happened when I'm in a fight or something they'll be like what happened like I didn't even know you were upset about that and you're like yeah well you should have known but should they have known kind of thing you know because sometimes I'll pick up on little things that make my boyfriend upset or little moments and I expect him to do the same but that just isn't a fair assumption or expectation to have of him and so communicating in that way um being like hey it made me upset you didn't realize that I was sad in this moment and he'll be like oh I'm so sorry I didn't know what happened and what made you feel that way and then I'll explain myself and then we'll have a little conversation about it maybe five minutes and then we're all good Instead of waiting till way down the line when we're in a fight or something snaps and I'm still angry about that inside and I bring it up and he's like, what are you talking about? So that is something that will happen to me occasionally and I feel like that's a relatable situation. So I just wanted to share that kind of story. I hope that made sense. I know it was kind of hard, but I don't have a like actual example I'm just kind of using oh, this person said this and this and this, so I hope that made sense for the most part. 
So I definitely recommend taking that love language quiz and sitting down with your partner or your friend and finding out how they receive love the best. Also, communicating throughout any emotion, whether you're happy about something, angry about something, sad about something. Um, Communication is just so important and actually explaining yourself and your emotions and feelings to your partner. I'm not just expecting them to know how you feel. And another little tip that I have, something I do, is just um, do my part to make sure my friend or my partner knows like how important they are to me and knows like the place they have like in my heart like I try to do this in different ways depending on the person um some people really like to be like posted a lot and like take pictures and like have those pictures pictures shared and that makes them feel super appreciated and important like oh my gosh look at all the memories we have together and we're able to like go back and look at all of that and other people don't really like photos and don't like that but they like other things like you remembering a small detail they told you from forever ago so I really try to understand my partner or my friend the best I can um kind of like the love language quiz and everything but also just know their personality and if they like a big spectacle and a surprise party or if they, you know, are more of like a kickback person and rather just stick to something small and intimate. And I think that's super important. And those things might not always come up in conversations with your partner. You just kind of like realize things about them and learn from their personality throughout your time together. And whatever I can do to make my friend or my partner feel super important to me I definitely will do because of course we all have our like acquaintances friends that of course we care about them and love them but they're not the same as our like best friends and I really like to make sure that my best friends know just how important and close they are to me so whatever way I can make them feel the most important and loved I really strive and try to do and um, if you really liked the love language quiz and you feel like that helped um, I love the Enneagram test and the Meyer Briggs personality test Um, I love reading up on my friends and boyfriends personality types and my own and kind of figuring out certain things that they like or don't like or how they react um, to conflict and other situations so if you wanted to do those tests I definitely recommend it and think it's super fun and insightful and a great way to understand your partner on a deeper level and therefore make them feel loved and make them feel important and a priority to you because at the end of the day relationships are kind of the most important things in our lives and it's really important to make sure that we're not overlooking them or taking them for granted ever. Another big thing that I feel like is kind of a misconception about relationships is, especially with romantic relationships, is that arguments are, like, unhealthy. And when people say, oh, like, we never argue, you know, we are always just, like, laughing and we're perfect. And I feel like that's just not 
true at all for any relationship. Um, everyone fights and everyone gets in arguments and it's kind of just about the way you deal with them and how you communicate throughout that argument um, in a healthy way. And yeah, I mean, that's different for everyone because for some people, um, they like to, you know, talk about it all in that moment and get everything out and they're, they just know exactly what they're feeling and are able to express that super easily. But other people might be like, hey, I need a second. I don't want to say anything I don't mean. I really want to make sure I process everything and, you know, tell you what exactly what I want to tell you and not say things that I don't mean just out of anger or bring up other issues that aren't really bothering me just to be petty. So I need to like take a moment for myself and we'll get back to this later. I, I've heard before that like some people are like, oh, never go to sleep without finishing an argument. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I think that's okay for some people. Everyone's different. And for some people, if you need time to think on it and to really process everything, I think that's completely fine. And if that's healthier for you and your relationship specifically, then go for it and do it. Um, it's all just kind of, again, about that communication and figuring out what works best for you and your partner. And just kind of understanding that, like, yes, arguments are going to happen, but let's think of, like, the big picture. Like, what do we actually want to get out of this argument? Let's, like, learn something about each other, about the situation. Let's find a solution and compromise to find that solution and do that in, like, the most healthy way that you can. Because it's so silly to say that, you know, arguments aren't going to happen and that. Because in every relationship they do. And it's just about how you communicate it and handle it. And, I mean, of course, I have a hard time sometimes, like, letting my emotions get the best of me. And I'll get super upset or angry over one thing. Because, you know, you feel everything so deeply and it's hard for you sometimes to put yourself in your partner's shoes like um obviously I'm right like how could I see this perspective differently but you know it's important to try to understand where your partner's coming from and sometimes knowing their personality type and knowing how they deal with conflict and situations and all that kind of stuff like those tests it really helps me to put myself in their shoes and kind of understand them more. And when it's long distance and you're not physically with that person and a lot of the time you're arguing over the phone or on text, it just makes it so much harder sometimes to see that big picture or to find like the actual root of the problem. Because a lot of times I'll pick fights and arguments like out of love because I miss that person. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not talking to you enough. I feel out of the loop. I feel, like, disconnected from you. And that's making me angry and sad. But I shouldn't be taking that out on my boyfriend in that way. I should just be like, hey, why don't we find a way to make more time for each other and make each other feel a little more loved and appreciated, even when we're apart and we're long distance. Like, how can we do that? And... It is really tough. And for some people, like, long distance just doesn't work. Um, but I think that if you and your partner figure out ways to do it, 
and you know I I'm counting down the days till I'm gonna be able to see him again I don't know if I could do long distance with someone if it was gonna be like a year of us like not seeing each other but when it's just three months over the summer and we're both working and you know I know we're coming back together it makes things a lot easier and I always try to remind myself that you know my anger a lot of the time is just at the situation and not actually at my boyfriend for doing anything wrong and with that being said since I know my boyfriend and my um, love language quiz like our top percentage of quality time and we know how important that is to us since we aren't getting a ton of it right now we love to like plan little dates and activities and like when I go visit and when he comes and visits we make like lists and ideas of what the other person would want to do and that always makes me feel super loved and appreciated and I hope it makes him feel the same way um so like you you can find ways to go about it and how it works during long distance that all being said Um, when we are long distance, I still want my boyfriend to be able to have his life and his fun with his friends and his family and be able to see those people he isn't able to see year-round as much as he's able to see me during the school year. So I have to kind of take a step back and understand like, hey, he needs to spend his time with these people and sometimes I'm not a part of that and that's kind of hard sometimes being long distance like of course you want to be a part of all of the big things in their life like oh I want to be hanging out with your family and your loved ones and your best friends like of course I want to be a part of that but you have to kind of think like oh if I was there I'd probably be invited and be able to do that kind of stuff but since I'm not I have to let you still do all the things that I want you to do I want you to, you know, like, he studied abroad this summer, and, you know, a part of me was, like, jealous, and I was like, oh, well, why don't you just stay, because <laughs> then we'll be in different time zones, it'll be hard to talk, and you'll get to experience, you know, this amazing thing that I don't get to, but I also had to just be like, what am I doing, and be like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for you, and you're so lucky that you get to experience this, and I as your partner should be your number one supporter throughout that and of course I pushed him to do it and travel and do all the fun things that he was able to do on that trip and I was super happy to hear all about it when he got back and it definitely was worth you know the month I wasn't able to text him as much because he got to experience something absolutely amazing and I think that that's also kind of part of relationships sometimes people get a little bit like not clingy just like jealous over their partner having different aspirations and goals and opportunities and jobs and experiences and you have to kind of remember that even though you guys are a team and you're together in a lot of this there are moments and times that your partner is going to have something different arise for them but that doesn't mean that they're choosing that situation or that experience over you it's just an opportunity that they're very lucky they got to have and you as the number one cheerleader you are for your partner should be stoked about that and I think that's the most healthy way to go about the differences in opportunities and experiences even though you want to do everything together and I'm sure it's coming from a place of love and like like I said earlier like missing that person 
or fear that like you won't be able to talk as much or you know they're going to be experiencing something without you you have to remember that you as their partner should want what's absolutely best for them and if that's a fun experience or an opportunity you should push them towards that goal and yeah that's what I feel like I was able to do this summer and even though I missed him a lot I know that it was like a once in a lifetime thing and that he had to jump on the opportunity when it approached him so I'm really happy for him and I think that happens with a lot of college students around this time during the summer or like I said by versa where if someone's going to college a different college or a different school and someone's at home still or at a different school you're apart during that time but you don't want your partner to not join organizations or not take the classes they want to take so there's more time to spend with you you know you're going to push them towards achieving the best stuff they can achieve and being the best person and version of themselves that they can be so I think that's just an important thing to remember throughout all relationships whether you're long distance or you're together so yeah that pretty much concludes all of the long distance talk um a little bit about relationships um I might do an episode in the future diving into more specific relationships like maybe just one about friendships or one about just romantic relationships but I hope that a few of these tips could be helpful and that you got at least a little something from this episode and I'm so happy to be back and I'm so excited to be making podcasts and episodes again. I seriously have such a fun time doing this and I'm so happy to each and every single one of you who listened and stayed and take the time out of their day to support me and it means so much and I hope that you all could take something from this episode so I can't wait till the next one I'll see y'all later